Today on episode 158 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, well now you've done it, haven't you? You went ahead and upgraded to Windows 10, and now you wish you hadn't. Well today I'll tell you how you can go back to Windows 7 or 8. And for those of you that haven't yet upgraded to Windows 10, you especially need to listen to this because there's one thing you definitely need to do before you eventually do that upgrade. another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Welcome back to The Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson. And as you know, I'm here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer. If you're like me, or if you're just like most people, you just want your computer to work and to do what you need it to do. That shouldn't be too much to ask, right? Well, that's the kind of stuff we talk about here. But a word of warning, you won't hear any confusing, techie mumbo-jumbo here. Just plain English. And if your computer has a problem, I'm here to help. I've been doing computer repair since 1999, and in most cases, I can fix your computer remotely... So I'm here in my home office here in Safety Harbor, Florida, and you're sitting at your home or your business, and I can fix your computer. You don't have to bring it into a shop. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's computer tip can be seen at my website at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 158. So let's get started. Well, at least Microsoft is consistent in some areas. Unfortunately, one of the areas that they still have a completely consistent track record is that every new version of Windows that they release has bugs in the software when it first comes out. This is something we know. This is predictable. In the case of Windows 10, some people are saying, nah, you got nothing to worry about because Windows 10 was released as a preview version many months before the full version came out to the world. So lots of techs all around the world, including myself, could check it out, test it, report any bugs that are found. And in theory, Microsoft would have all those problems ironed out by the time it was released, which was about three weeks ago. In my case, I installed it on a separate computer so I could play with it, but of course I'd never put a preview version of Windows on my main computer for obvious reasons. So I've been using it on the side for months, I didn't do any real in-depth testing and looking for glitches with it, but I can tell you that a lot of techs did do that, and they pointed out a lot of problems, and Microsoft was able to take care of those problems before the worldwide release, though. So some people thought that was enough. They figured the preview release would just uncover all the problems, and there would just be a minimal number of bugs when it was fully released. Wrong. There are bugs. I've personally had clients that have done the upgrade to Windows 10, and if you've listened to this podcast or read my blog, you know my recommendation has been to not upgrade yet. But some people did anyway. And yes, some of them have had no problems. But in the past couple of weeks, I've had clients with printers that are no longer recognized by Windows 10, CD-DVD drives that are not recognized, 
And I had one that did the upgrade and Windows 10 would not recognize his wireless keyboard and mouse. So we plugged in a wired USB keyboard and mouse, still didn't recognize it. I even plugged in the old-fashioned PS2 style keyboard and mouse. You know, the kind with the round plug that the older computers used? It didn't recognize that either. You know, there's not much you can do with a desktop computer when you can't use the keyboard or mouse. And actually, Forbes magazine just last week did a full article on some of the problems. What's happening is that Microsoft discovers a problem, so they release a Windows update to fix that problem. Then that update itself causes other problems and other things don't work, and it becomes a big headache. And the irony is that all of this was completely unnecessary since Windows 7 is working fine. So now the question is, how do you go back to Windows 7 or even Windows 8 if you decide you're not quite ready to stick with Windows 10 right now? Turns out there's a really easy way to do this if you're prepared ahead of time. It's called a system image backup. But as I mentioned, you have to do that system image backup before you do the upgrade to Windows 10. So if you're sitting there right now listening to this and thinking, hmm, maybe I will just go ahead and upgrade to Windows 10, then you really need to think about this and plan for doing it the right way. So let's talk about this system image backup thing and what it actually is. In order to do this, I use a program called Macrium Reflect. It's a free program, and it does this perfectly, and it's reliable. And the other thing you'll need is an external hard drive or a portable drive. When you do this type of backup, the software takes a picture of your entire computer. The documents, pictures, all the programs, your screensaver, everything. And it puts it on one single file on that external drive. So you have a complete image of your drive the way it is right now with Windows 7 or 8. Then if you upgrade to Windows 10 and everything goes sideways and you just want to go back, you just restore that system image back and it's like nothing happened. Everything's back the way it was before you tried the upgrade. Now there are a couple of things I want to mention about this. First, if you do the system image backup and then do the upgrade to Windows 10, and you play with Windows 10 for a week or two, and then decide you don't like it, you can still use that system image to go back to the previous version of Windows. But anything you've done in the meantime on Windows 10 won't come back with it. So if you've created any new documents or added any pictures or anything like that, you need to save those somewhere before you take the computer back to an earlier Windows installation. And the second thing is, you really should be doing the system image backup on a regular basis anyway, regardless of any Windows upgrades. It's a really good backup to have for whenever your hard drive decides to die. I do a system image backup on my main computer every night, and that's in addition to the automated online backup that happens every day without me having to do anything. Okay, so that brings us to the next question that I know some of you are already asking. What if you upgraded to Windows 10 and you want to go back, but you don't have that system image backup. Well, there is still hope that you can do this, and fortunately, Windows 10 makes it fairly easy. But there's a catch with this one, too. You have to take action within 30 days of doing the upgrade. In other words, you can't do the upgrade and decide six months or a year from now that you don't like it and you want to go back to Windows 7. You have 30 days. So if you're within that time period, there's a good chance you can still undo that upgrade. 
Here's what you do. Look down in the lower left corner of the screen on Windows 10, and right next to the Start button is the Search field. It's the spot where you see the words Search the Web and Windows. So you just click in there and type the phrase, Go Back to Windows 7. Or if that doesn't get the right results, you can just type the single word, Recovery. Either way, what you're looking for in, this, in the search results is the option to go back to the previous version of Windows. When you see that option on the screen, right under it, there'll be a link that says Get Started. So you just click that and follow the on-screen instructions from that point. Now, it's going to take a bit of time to complete that, and it probably will also include a restart or two. But if it all goes the way it's supposed to go, you're going to end up looking at the old Windows 7 desktop screen, or Windows 8 if that's where you upgraded from. Now, if you're driving right now or you're somewhere where you can't make notes on this, you can just go to my website and see all the instructions there. It's at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 158. And what if you don't have the system image backup and your computer doesn't give you the option to go back to the previous version of Windows? Well, then you're either stuck with Windows 10 or you're looking at a regular reinstallation of Windows 7 or 8. Now that's going to probably mean that all of your files and folders and everything else gets wiped out and the old Windows is just reinstalled fresh. So anything you want to save, make sure you save. And that will almost certainly work. So it's just that it's the most inconvenient because after you reinstall Windows 7 or 8, then you have to reinstall all your other software like Microsoft Office and your antivirus and iTunes and Chrome and Firefox as well as all of your documents and pictures and emails and everything else you saved. But really, the best option by far is to just not upgrade to Windows 10 yet. You have a year to do this if you really want to. And if you're using Windows 7 or 8, in that year, it'll still be free. Just be patient. And if you have a suggestion about a website or a comment or a question about the podcast or anything like that, I would love to hear it. Just leave me a message on my podcast voicemail line. That's at 727-386-9468. And you can call that number anytime, 24-7. Or you can email me at pctutor at gmail.com. That's going to do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening and have a great week. God bless.